Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today we have the esteemed pleasure of having on rocker, music, artist, recording artist, right from the voice himself, an entrepreneur and anti-hate advocate, Manny Cabo. How are you? Hey, how are you, man? Thanks for having me today. Oh, thanks for coming on, man. How are you holding up through all this stuff, buddy? Hey, man. You know, we're all, uh, we're all doing our best to just... Um, make it through those moments. It's been a difficult time, of course, as an artist and, you know, coming from both of my careers as a photographer and a musician, it's pretty much at a, at a standstill. So we've all had to adjust and uh, finding different ways, new hustles to, to keep the income coming. So yeah, it's definitely been a challenge to say the least, but it, this is the reality and we just do the best that we can. Absolutely. And I point out, and I'm, I'm doing an early show, but as I have my many, many friends that are entertainers that come on here like yourself that, you know, you got, they don't realize, you know, no touring, uh, no deals that, you know, if you don't play, you don't get paid, so to speak. So that's why I always yeah. encourage, you know, because it goes all the way from the guy in the front to all the way to the guy in the back. And because, you know, they make us all look good. People just don't realize it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, there's, a, and, there's a lot of people that need to, to work hard to keep this mug looking good, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm gonna touch that in a minute because, uh, but, but, uh, you know, no, that's a, you don't look your age, brother. That's that's that, but that, that's just uh, something that is funny. Uh, that uh, Adam Levine said to you, man, you look twenty, you sound twenty. I was like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, but I feel fifty. <laughs> right, I, <wake> <laughs> I, I, I dig you on that one. But I mean, so. I mean, and I don't want people to go out, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying this early because you got a, you have a great page. You interact with your fans a lot, and you post things old and new up there, which is cool because I like, because new people can go on a page and see, you know, I, I, I had to go back, and I remembered your name, and I saw your face, and, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute here, I remember this cat. And, and you know, people who watch The Voice know that you are a four- chair turn right you know and, and that was really cool you know and you did white snake here i go again which is a badass song and and you really really romped it i mean like they said you rocked the house and it was it was know, definitely a pivotal point yeah you know so so i think it's really cool that you embrace that part of the show and you embrace where you got and i'll tell you what by the way just to let you know i did and i'm kind of getting ahead to go backwards but I watched your battle, by the way. You guys both with um, uh, Key Simple. You guys should have put out an album together. <laughs> yeah, we still do shows together, man. I just got off the phone with them not too long, a couple of days ago, and talking about this craziness with the, with the corona and everything else that's going on. So we're definitely in the, in the midst of working on something when this all boils over. Because we did two shows prior, as soon as we got off the show, we did two sold-out shows out in Chicago. It was fantastic and i i acquired so many fans basically all key simple fans are my fans so it was definitely um an amazing opportunity to to get to know that beautiful state and, and so many incredible musicians from there as well yeah and we actually we actually had on uh today we actually had kevin post on who's one of blake shelton's band members who's on, who actually plays uh you know on the house band there we had him on earlier today so um, you kind of like right. falling right in with the voice all the way around. Wow. <laughs> what an honor, man. It's, I, I'm in between a success sandwich. That's all good. I'll take it. <laughs> right, right. No, no, that, and that's great. And But no, but it, it, it's funny. I want to sit there and say, how'd you get into entertainment, buddy? You know, it, it's one of those things where I was cursed from the get-go. <laughs> no, but my, my uh, I don't know, man. You know, ever since I... Um, I've been in existence, man. I've always been fond of music and movies. And at the tender age of, I think it was eight years old, I remember directing my first play in like grammar school. Really? And uh, in grammar school, I, I did Halloween because I'm a big horror movie right boss, on, like brother. I'm a fanatic. You know, so I directed it with all my friends in school and they loved it. I, and it turns out I had to. Uh, perform it for three of the, the, uh, the other classes. And so from there, it catapulted into me playing drums. And my family was very, very supportive. You know, we didn't have much, but we had a lot of unity, a lot of open lines of communication, and they supported, you know, my, my creative endeavors. And, and that's, that's the key ingredient, you know, to have a good support group. But 
I, I can't tell you how many times I would go out and uh, I, I would always have my friend's camera or, or a camera that I borrowed from school or somebody just to, to create movies or just to snap photographs. And my dad, being a professional photographer, instilled that passion of imagery. And then, you know, the combination of that and music, playing drums, it just continued all throughout my, um, my high school and even collegiate years. But I, I was a late bloomer. I didn't really start singing until I, I was like 30. Really? You know, I really, yeah, I enjoyed well, that singing. That kind of wailing voice that you got, that's insane. Listen, you know, I just, I use my natural talent, whatever I give, and then I just fine tune it, you know, and I I don't believe that there's the best at anything. I believe that only you can be the best person that you can be. And it's like anything else. I mean, you got to cultivate, you got to master your skills because there is yes. no best voice. You know, there is no such thing. We all have this unique element to offer the world. It's just a matter of how to cultivate that talent that you have to, to make it the best possible voice that you yourself can can execute, you know? Who'd you grow up listening to? Oh, man, I was, the Beatles are my gods. Right on. Uh, I grew up with a, a steady dose of that. A lot of, a lot of um, British rock, you know, Herman Hermits. Uh, growing up with the Beach Boys and a lot of Latin. Remember, I'm I'm a um, Hispanic background, so I had a cool, eclectic background of music. You know, from Mamas and the Papas to Julio Iglesias to uh, uh, South American tango to uh, tons folk music, a little bit of everything, man. Disco, whatever, whatever was playing on the radio at the time. You know, unfortunately, unlike now because everything on the radio sounds the same now, but back in the day, there was such a diversity, and, and uh, I was so fortunate to have grown up in, in a time where there was so much um, eclecticism in music, you know, that I would never, ever trade it for the world. And, you know, I, I give a lot of that credit to my parents, who were so diversified in their tastes. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Diversity you know, is, is definitely a great part of that, is that, um, you know, that have such a huge... Huge, uh, vast, I mean, all that. And, 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 you know, I think the thing of it is, is that also growing up, you know, with with a Latin, you know, being, being part Latin myself, you know, I learned a lot of those different, you, you integrate all those beats together. Sure. And, and you listen to a huge part of, uh, you know, sound from, I mean, you mentioned the Beatles and all those great bands to fast forward it to all the Latin music. Man, that, that just gives you that much more of a broad range to help people discover. Well, it certainly helped me develop and become a better producer because there's so many times where I would hear a, a song that's presented to me and I would hear it in a totally different line. They're like, whoa, I never would have thought about that. And that's what I always encourage musicians. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to everything because I'll hear a country track and then all of a sudden I'll come in with, with a couple of uh, rap samples in the background and I'll have a hard rock chorus and then you intertwine that and then you have a masterpiece, you know, and, and it's just the advantage is, is amazing because you just start incorporating elements that you never thought were there in the first place, you know, that, that weren't possible from the other artist standpoint, you know? Yeah, and, and that's why I think, uh, you know, Sir Paul McCartney and, and, and Roger Daltrey both said this as band, they went from listening to the flat English stuff that was back in like the to the early fifties and the crooners and stuff to all of a sudden Elvis right. came along and all of a sudden, and then they realized muddy waters and all these other groups. And they were like, Holy smokes. They incorporated all this stuff. And then you have the Beatles, Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you have Led Zeppelin, you know, and right. that's kind of, I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I gather all of my, my influences from so many sources, man. It's just a plethora of different artists. But, you know, on top of that list, it's always going to be the Beatles and ACDC. That's that's what I grew up with, you know, and, and those were the backbone of, oh, yeah. um, you know, of me pursuing music as a whole. Until this day, you know, there's a hole that, that will never be filled with the death of John Lennon. You know, I could only hope to meet Paul at some point, you know, because he's getting up there in years, too. And George is gone, and you know we've got Ringo left. So I've done I've done before, three of three of three of the five Ringo stars. I've been at his birthday parties three out of five years with Ringo Star. So it's wow. totally cool. It's totally cool, man. So uh, this year I don't know how they're wow. going to do it, but I'm not going to be out there this year. But it's something that in the, in the in the future you and I will talk about. 
Um, oh, that would be great, man. That's a bucket list of mine. Got to meet Paul or Ringo, <laughs> one of the two, man. Never met, never met Sir Paul though, so I can't. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my evasiveness. That every year I've gone, he hasn't been there. Every year I didn't go, he was there. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> right. So, but yeah, and, I've, I, and I have so many friends that have met him. Like right? it, it, it's such in such a like goof times too. But here I am, you know, adamantly, you know, really dying to meet this guy and it, it seems to always evade me <laughs> ah, maybe that time would come up for you my friend but you know so it's so it's right. funny that you know with all this influence and everything else coming out there and by the way just to let you know you mentioned directing halloween and we had right. one of the three uh michael myers on the show a couple years ago james b winburn who also did all the stunts on the original halloween we've had him on wow. the show so i'm looking at having him on again and i can't wait to tell him because i've never heard anybody at that age directing a halloween so i love that that's awesome i can't oh, wait to show oh are you kidding me man i remember when that first came out you know i was such a buff with with horror movies I, I I was I remember watching the exorcist by myself i've seen the movie a thousand times it just gets better every time i watch it and I'll never forget, you know, and that's another uh, segue into music. That movie, do you realize that movie was was very unsuccessful? They didn't think it would do well. Right. And then they added the soundtrack. That was it. The rest is history, man. It's brilliant. It, 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 it is. And, and you look at the, the soundtracks of movies that you were getting on that point of it is, with that, Halloween had no budget. You talk about disco, nope. Saturday Night Fever had no budget, so they did it themselves. Nope. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's I think that's something that is amazing. You have that kind of forte, by the way. Maybe you'd be one of those guys that would go out and you should make a score of some of these movies and stuff like that. There's a lot of my movie friends out there. Pay attention, man. Manny got some talent, um, you know, and he enjoys that stuff. So you guys, man, you need a score. Give Manny a call. Um, no, man, I, I would love that. You know, and acting is the other part of my life, you know, that I miss desperately but you know like i said once this all bowls over uh i'll be at it full steam ahead i mean i'm working twice as hard now trying to you know uh let's just say reinvent myself how how am i going to come out of this you know and i've made it a point to to acquire knowledge and learn i've learned what four different pieces of software uh new photo campaigns about 50 new songs for you know cover song performances when, when i do private parties so i've been busy man and you have to stay busy because you sit here and you'll lose your mind right. if you just turn on the news you know, oh, you'll yeah. go insane and, and, the, and i want to get into that some of your some of your stuff coming up in a minute because i got a couple things i shared the other day that i really want to touch in just a minute but so tell me brother sure. for a minute manny so what's been your guilty pleasure you turn on the television you're sitting back with the family whatever else what do you what are you watching on TV? What's your guilty pleasure, brother? Oh man! Well, it, first off, I love uh, BBC. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of investigative, you know, um, cop dramas. You know, right? That that's the one thing. You know, uh, Luther European TV dramas. I, I just love. And then on the other end, here I just finished watching Homeland. I don't know. I just love intense dramas. You know, uh, the whodunits are always good for me. More suspense oriented. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I enjoy a good comedy, but I think if I'm going to sit down and watch a series, I need to be entertained and, and constantly um, excited with some action. And Homeland provided for that. You know, Seal Team was fantastic. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I do. I love. Um, I love English dramas, man. Check English, out Tin Star English with Tim Roth. That's really good. Yeah, Tin Star. Check that out then. Tin Star with Tim Roth, the guy from Lie to Me. And and uh, and I can't think of the other. Jeez, uh, I'm. Uh, gosh, it was with John Travolta. Pulp Fiction. He he he. Pulp oh, he's, Fiction, he's yeah. the English guy from that one. Fantastic and Tin Star. You really dig it, man. Lots of turns to twist. I do. I do. I I love I love European Scottish. You know, there's a show called Shetland. Anything that has to do with like a DCI investigative drama. I I just I'm obsessed with those. Yeah, and now now here's the thing, you know, and, and so so that's been that's been your deal. Now you've been getting a lot of writing and stuff done, also obviously because I want to share something with everybody that you know. People, you know, I, I stay very, I don't touch politics on the show at all. I don't touch religion at all. I, I keep those things in the two by, right. you know, to, as a taboo right. deal on the show. But here's the thing. You put out such a cool deal, okay, the other day that it really touched me. I shared it on my personal pages as as well as as well as the Lightbox Media Channel's page. Uh, it's an anti-hate anthem. And, and hate's yeah. a word I always sit there. I always correct all my clients and say it's strongly dislike. But I make a huge yeah. exception for this one because... This is one of the coolest things I've seen put together. 
Um, I want everybody to go check it out. Miney Cabo just hit it out of the flipping park with this man. And and it and it's not your just no offense to anybody that takes an effort, because if they take an effort, but some people think they're boring or whatever else, this isn't boring. It's got a great tune to it, a great message to it. Tell me a little bit about this, buddy, because I really was impressed by this. You and I got off the phone the other day, you know, talking about setting up the show, and I jumped over to your page, and I was looking at it, and I saw this, and I shared it, I think, within an hour after I watched it about five times. Wow, man. Listen, I'm humbled by that. I appreciate that, and... and I don't know. I, uh, I've been pretty fortunate with the collaborators that I've been able to work throughout my trajectory as a singer. And there was this one uh, incredible songwriter by the name of Bonnie Warren, who I met in Nashville while I was living down there. And ironically, tomorrow we're releasing our third song together, which is another message. And believe me, uh, that's going to be a tearjerker tomorrow. But Hate Has No Home Here is essentially what it is. It's all in the title. You know, it's my way of saying, listen, people. There's beauty in every race, in every religion, in every culture, and, and, and every ethnicity, you know. And I think we're just so ignorant as, as a society that we fail to see that because we're so um, enveloped by greed, by ego, by the necessity of having materialistic things. When, when we're too consumed with those elements, we forget the simplistic things, you know, like just talking to someone, having heartfelt dialogue and seeing how similar or, or how uh, dissimilar you are to someone, you know, and, and just, I always found that to be really sad. Uh, and, and hopefully the song will create this, this uh, snowball effect with people to help. And especially during this tumultuous time right now, I mean, it's insane what's going on. And, and there is, there is a lot of hate out there. Right. And between you and me and the grand piano, the biggest thing in this world that's causing all this hate is, you know, the lack of education and ego, you know, and then you couple that with greed and then you have a recipe for disaster because, you know, what's going on right now and, and the thing with history and not to get into it, because like you, I try to avoid all these things like the plague, but right. with the whole Black Lives Matter, you know. Every, every life matters, yes, but right now, you know, it, it's something that needs to be addressed, you know, it needs to be brought to the table. We all need to come together because the suffering of one person is the suffering of all people, you right. know, and I think we need to start embracing that concept and not be so secluded from the idealist, uh, idealistic approach that we're all one, you know, and uh, I can't wait till they abolish your way with that question, you know, on applications like what race are you? Dude, I'm a human. This is human race. That's it. Yeah, and it's I, there. I, I like that. You know, I'm, I'm proud of, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm half Mexican, half Cherokee Indian, but I, but I look right. like a white boy and, and right. Right. unfortunately other family members or, or either much more on the Indian side or much more on right. the Spanish side. And so they've, they've exercised more. They've, they've unfortunately maybe been caught more in the wind than I would of right. having a problem. And, right. and that's where I want people to share what, no matter what race you are, look, man, you treat somebody like a human being. I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day and sit there on a the show and, and said, look, man, you know what? One of the best things that we had was uh, we had Dr. Kaysen on uh, uh, the other day and a psychologist from uh, Beverly Hills. And we addressed this and he was saying almost exactly what you're saying, Manny. And the idea of saying, look, you know, we, we need to do that. And we need to, you know, show that, you know, we're all people, we're all humans, and we can be proud of our history, we can be proud of our race, all of those things as in a conversation. You say, hey man, look, right. you know, you're Latino, I'm this, I'm that, whatever else it is, but on the application to go to work, you know, you're Joe Bob, you know, that's who you are, yeah. you know, yeah. Joe Bob does this for work, and this is what his experience is, and thank you, or, right. or, 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 or Mrs. Susie, or whatever it happens to be, and that's how it is. And when people are treated on the street or whatever, it's just, it's just as a person. That's just somebody going on. I sit there and said, you know what? They should have a big dinner. Because, you know, you know, with, with bo both of us coming from the Spanish heritage, you know, dinner speaks a lot. And you sit down at a big yeah. dinner, you know, and you sit there and you all have a great conversation. Everybody brings something and teach something about everybody's deal. It is, I think it would be a wonderful deal in each neighborhood to do so. It would be. It would be, and that's why you know, a lot of my friends, they don't even bother talking to me about that because they come to me with Democrats and Republicans. I'm like, dude, in my opinion, they're all idiots because <laughs> they, should, they should forget about the titles. How about this? How about, here's a concept, you ready? How about they put aside 
what stance they take and just do something in unison for the country, for the betterment of the country. What a concept, right? Yeah, Forget I, about I, being a Republican or Democrat or conservative. How about doing something good for the country and unite all of your strengths? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do I know? I'm just I'm just another ball guy, man. I think it's common <laughs> sense. I wrote I wrote yeah. this post on Twitter the other day. I'm sitting here and I'm like, are we really that ignorant? Like to me, it's common sense just to say hi, please, thank you, uh, I appreciate it, you know, and just all these simple elements that we have lost throughout the course of time. You know, we've lost our morals, we've lost our ethics. Very few out there really uh, know what it is to. to to be open-minded about things like where me, I grew up and that's common sense. And I'm sorry, all this, this negative like rhetoric going on, these crazy narratives that are going on in society. It's because they're taught. We don't learn these things through osmosis. You know, right. they're taught. We, they've been passed down to us from, from, from our older, you know, um, uh, parents or relatives. Yeah, but what happened, Matt? Matt, Matt, Matt you were also excuse me, my friend, for interrupting. And I agree with you, but 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 you know, in my house, my, my mom would have worn me out if I didn't say yes, please, thank you, and treated somebody like a, a proper yeah. human being. So I had no problem yeah, sparing the rod, brother. So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Parents need to discipline their kids, man. Forget yeah, diapers. And, and you know what? These kids and they throw diapers in your face. Yeah, go ahead. You know what? Go to diapers. They'll take away your iPad. They'll take whatever. These kids have no idea. They're just clueless. Like, uh, you know, we used to get a smack in the face. Not that I'm condoning right, right, your right. kids, but, but, we, but we were disciplined. And you know what? We all turned out pretty darn good. Yeah, my mom's 78. And she's still my hero. God bless her. So, I mean, you know, you know raised a single parent before it was popular or a sport, you know. I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But, and like I said, we're not condoning. You don't beat your kids. None of those things it is, you know. It, that's Russell Peters' uh, deal to talk about. But <laughs> yeah. he, has a, he has a great bit on yeah. it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, as a great comedian, Indian comedian, by the way. But anyway, but no, I'm, I'm just no, I'm just saying is that, you know, the idea is that, you know, be good to everybody and treat people yes. like you want to be treated. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, and you grew up in a big, you know, being from New Jersey, you know, even though I'm a Texas right. boy, I grew up on the East Coast. You and I talked about it the other day. <laughs> it's a big melting pot up there, right? Absolutely. Oh, my God. We got a little bit of everything here. Absolutely. Right. Big time. I mean, it's, it's a smorgasbord of nationalities. And we're like, in one block radius, I've got every possible race you could think of. And I don't have a problem with it. See, I love everybody. Right. It's amazing. I don't have a problem with anybody, even people that hate me. Because pretty soon my haters end up loving me anyway because <laughs> I learn how to treat them and I learn how to deal with them. That's the reality. I like it's that. Exhausting. I like that, man. That's hating, is, hating is exhausting, man. I don't understand why people get the energy to hate so much. It's exhausting. It, it, it's a really big, it's a really big, uh, too much energy to spend, man. Um, yeah, it really is. And, you know, there's, there's this old adage that says, you know, if it's costing you your piece, it's way too expensive. I like you can't that. afford it. I like that. I you heard know? before. I like that. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna borrow that in front of you. Uh, that's that's my that's my manyism. <laughs> yeah, there you there you go. You know, but um, let me ask you a question. So you know, and just going back to the voice for just a second there on it. What made you pick uh, White Snake? You know, I love the band. David Coverdale's always been one of my idols as well. Yeah. And, uh, the song I can relate to, man, because. To be honest with you, even till this day, man, I, this industry, you got to have some thick, thick, thick skin. And I've yes, taken sir. a beating over, I've taken a beating over the years. And, you know, I've shed many tears like a little boy in a quarter crying about how, how many things have gone wrong. Um, but I always found myself going, here I go again. You know, you just can't, <laughs> if it's, if it's in you, if it's something that this, this innate passion, okay, that's within you. You have to entertain it because I've learned this from Stephen Jobs' work working at um, at Apple, and he used to tell us all the time that you have to do something in life that you're passionate about. And the reason for that it's beyond the obvious because obviously you're going to enjoy it. But if you don't, you're always going to have that thing nudging you to quit. But if you're passionate, you could always counteract that tendency to quit. So I like that. Do that something, that's a good deal. So do something passionate. Yeah, because you'll you'll always be fighting with the element of quitting. You ever notice that people that are miserable with their jobs? I can't stand this. I got to get out of here. I'm done with this. I got to quit. I need yeah. to go on vacation. You never hear an entrepreneur like myself 
Well, I work slavishly, religiously, almost 24 hours a day doing what I love, whether it's a podcast, whether it's writing a song, whether it's doing another YouTube video, whether it's, whether it's performing, singing. I could do that all day, and I don't get tired. Physically, I'm exhausted. Right. But you know what? It'll never drain me from the drive that I have. And therein lies the secret of the success of someone. Yeah, I mean, and, and that, you know, that whole, you know, you do what, you know, if you do work, what you do, what you do for love for work, you know, you never have a hard day type thing. You, you know, I, I screwed that up royally, but you can, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I, I know exactly where I you're coming buried from. buried it, man. but that's all everybody knows. If not, look it up. Um, you know, but um, no, I, I, I like that because the fact that, you know, touring, man, I, I put a lot of miles on this body and, and, right. and, you know, it is, but, you know, I loved it. And, and, you know, and you're saying the same thing and, you know, it, it, has it been hard for you, even though I know you're working your butt off and I appreciate you taking the time, but um, has it been hard for you kind of almost staying in one place? You know, um, you got to make the best of it. I've always been a chameleon, you know, and right. I never, I never have regrets. I'll, I'll never say, well, I wish I would have done this. I wish I should have done that. I mean, I'm, I've always been the firm believer that wherever I am right now, that's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's why it's so important for me to teach everyone to live in the moment. You can't worry about the past. You can't worry about the future. You can't worry about where you're going. You have to worry about the now because that's going to dictate where you go anyway. So focus all your energy on now and being better at whatever it is you're pursuing now. And wherever you're located, that's exactly where you need to you know, uh, be, essentially, and work on whatever it is at that particular location. So uh, to me, it's pretty easy, man. Yeah, I love that. You got some merch that says Live to Inspire. Um, yes. And, and I, and I suggest everybody one. to go check out all your merch because you got some really badass merch, some really cool merch. And I'll tell you what, I, you. and I see this often, but just to point out, by the way, I think it was your family when I was watching uh, the voice that was sitting there cheering you on and got so excited. And I love that right. because the fact that, you know, there's nothing like having your family cheering you on for something like that to us. And, and yeah, those four chairs turned around, man, because everybody was rocking with you, including rock stars. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but when your family was there right there with you and, you know, and, and they're breaking up, man, because of the fact that meaning, mean tears wise, because of the fact that the chairs are popping around, you know, quicker than you could pick, you know, it is. And, and you know, one note, two notes, boom, Adam hit the, I don't, I, I think it was like two notes. Adam spun around, but just watching your family pop at the same time was really, really cool. Yeah, I think, you know, um, and that was a pivotal moment in my career. And it, I think their emotion, what you saw in my wife and my daughter's face, was the epitome of what they've seen in their dad and their husband, which is a lot of suffering, a lot of uncertainty. And for me to stick it out, and be rewarded with that much acceptance and appreciation. It's an overwhelming feeling of joy. And that, that's what I think, you know, um, they saw me savor the moment. You know, I was singing for me and letting the world know my, the best years are here, but if you stick your ground and you don't quit, little things like this happen. And actually that was a pretty big thing for me. So you yeah, gotta you, have your, your wife, man. your wife uh, enacted my allergies, by the way, because uh, suddenly the room got full of dust or something because, you know, your wife and your daughter, <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, wait a minute here, man, the dust got in the air. <laughs> no, man, yeah, I man, almost every, broke a tear on that one, brother. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, no, everyone, everyone gets emotional on that, man. It is. I look back on that and it's like, wow, that was, uh, it was pretty overwhelming. Did, it did really, it, really was. Did it, and, and, and it's, Shows the, show the perseverance because I mean I'll tell you what your stage presence is really awesome by the way watch a couple of your videos you. and stuff and when you walk in there cold I don't I think people don't realize that um, you know you walk in there cold it looks much warmer as as, as a, an atmosphere but you actually have to bring the warmth to the show. Here, let me tell you something. Uh, I got to tell you. And you know, you, you've performed, you burn out, you've been touring. I think the most terrifying thing, and when I tell people, it's like, wow, I never really thought about that. The most terrifying thing about being on the show, it's not performing in front of, what, 14 million people worldwide. Right. It's, not forgetting, it's not forgetting your lyrics. It's not walking off the stage wrong. It's I've done all those things, silent. by the way. I've done all those things. By yeah, they, well, <laughs> well, there you go. Then, you, then, then you're normal. Then you're normal. But for me, the most terrifying thing was you could hear a pin drop. I was I was more concerned about tripping 
<laughs> than I was anything else. Because, dude, you walk out there, you could hear a pin drop, and then you just got to bring the house down. So it, it's uh, a... <laughs> There's a lot of pressure on you, man. <laughs> I, I've never asked anybody this, and I've had numerous people on the show from, you know, The Voice and Idol and everything else. Um, sure. What was it like, first chair pops, to, because, I mean, obviously everybody wonders, yo, man, is that first one going to go? But when you started seeing them pop around, I mean, you got Adam Levine standing on the chair, rocking out with you, you know, you got, you know, you have everybody else there just, just popping with you, you know, I mean, how was that as the chair started flying around? Well, here's the thing. I didn't see any of the chairs, bro. I was so into the performance and the lights were going crazy. I was being blinded that I didn't see any of the judges, man. Really? None. Until the very end, until I took that bow and I thanked the band. And I still, this day, I get a lot of, uh, I, I get a lot of uh, appraisal for that because, you know, I took the time out to always thank the band. That's just part of me, you know, and, and no, no, but not too many people do that, man. A lot of divas out there, and you know, I'm nothing without my band members. So I, I took it upon myself to give them a big thank you. And that's when I turned around and I'm like, oh my God, I got all four chairs. Is this happening? <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and I want to go back to that because I didn't expect you to say that. And, and I saw that. And I've only seen like five talents in all the shows that I've watched. That, right. that just especially especially the the turnarounds and you know the chair things the blind auditions everything else was there was a a ten year old kid from Australia who did uh, 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 Michael Jackson's uh, actually actually Jackson Five's uh, um, I can't think of the name of the song it's an old song and they come back but anyway he thanked the band you thanked the band and I think three other people in the blind auditions uh, I want you back he did anyway but th th they thanked the band and I think you were the fifth one and blind auditions that I've ever seen th thank the band. And I think that's hugely important, you know, that uh, sure. and a couple of my friends, I guess Kevin and Rob Espy, who are both uh, both play for Blake Shelton, who are also in that house band, um, they, uh, you know, they, these bands work their butts off to learn a million different songs. So, you know, yeah, and, and sure. they're super talented. And there you are sitting there, turn around and say, thanking the band. I loved seeing that. You know, it, it's, it really was. It was just an incredible pivotal moment in my life. It truly was. And I embraced every second of it. Now, now, as far as the fact that your new project's coming up, uh, yep. tell me what you got going on, buddy. Yeah, tomorrow I'm releasing um, my third tribute song. Uh, the first one we released, as we discussed, was Hate Has No Home Here. Um, Great song. And the next one, the second one was Where Your Words, which was inspired by a true story of Bullying, that was my bullying, uh, anti-bullying anthem story about Kalani, who was bullied so bad that, you know, she, she wore post-its of every name that she was called. Her father filmed it, and we ended up getting some awards for that and a write-up for Patch. So that was a pretty powerful song, and uh, it was it was a pleasure working on that with Bonnie as well. And tomorrow's my third. It's uh, All Night Again, which is my tribute to all the frontline healthcare workers and all the other essential workers out there you know, putting their lives on the line to keeping us safe and more importantly, alive. So tomorrow's a big deal for me. It's one of the, one of my, uh, the biggest songs I've released to date. Yeah. I love a good message song. It's, it's outside my comfort zone. I shouldn't say comfort zone, but it's out, outside my normal rock element, pop rock element that people normally expect, but you know what the time is right to, to get a message out. And I thought, uh, what better way to do it than with a song? Well, okay. So tell us a little bit, uh, you say it's out of your comfort zone uh, a little bit, you know, so tell us, what kind of how is it, man? Is it a ballad? Is it is it another rockin' deal? Talk to us. Tell us. A little, give us a smidgen of a taste. Well, what, what the idea without is. without giving away too much mess. It, it's um, it's my version of John Lennon's Imagine. That's all I'm going to leave it with. Oof. Wow. Yeah. What time? What time is this going to be on? When can everybody tune in to see this? Uh, actually, it, it's it's released live tomorrow on all streaming platforms. Uh, I'm going to post a special message this evening, and you know. To, uh, to highlight tomorrow's release. And then tomorrow I'm going to do a live and take some questions and, and I want to hear what people have to say. Is that on and Facebook then, you know, or where is that going to be? Yeah, it's going to be on Facebook. I'm going to try to do both Facebook and Instagram. All right. Everybody, let's know all my people out there trying to make sure to tune in tomorrow. Is it going to be afternoon, evening? Talk to me, buddy. I'm thinking in the afternoon. Yeah, I haven't decided with you. I'm talking to PR right now to find out what's the most strategic time. I think I'm going to do it in the afternoon. You know, because people are, some people are still working now, believe it or not, some people have gone to work, and I don't want to do it during lunch, and 
Uh, I'm thinking a nice quiet time, probably before rush hour or uh, a little bit after dinner. So I haven't decided that yet, but it's definitely going to be in the evening. Okay, that's that, that's fine. I'm looking forward to this myself. Please do me a favor, and I'm going to put it all out there, but text me tomorrow before you go live so I can put that out there. If you, I know you're doing a million things, but if you take five seconds and shoot me over in a text an hour or two before you do so, I'd love it because I'd love to make sure to put an extra go around out there. This will be up today, and I want everybody to go out tomorrow and check it out over at Manny Cabo on Instagram, on Facebook. This is going to be all night again. This is a tribute to our first responders. I mean, man, that is awesome, man. What made you come up with that? And you know, obviously, I know hard times right now and everything. And everybody has to be safe right. and stuff. But but did you write this? Did you co-write this? Tell me a little bit about that. No, believe it or not, Bonnie and I had co-written everything. But this is one of those songs that I didn't write with her. But I guess I was with her in spirit because we had so many conversations of what's going on. And every time I get off the phone with her and talk about, like the other day, I was at I forgot. I think it was Home Depot. And I'm like, here, here's a song for you. You know, my whole life is like one big repair, constantly going back and forth. So that's the type of person and relationship that we've created and how Bonnie is. So uh, All Night Again, it just stemmed from some conversations and stuff that I've seen on the news as well as her. And uh, she just took it upon herself to write it. And uh, she presented it to me. And I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And this is exactly how I feel. Um, so I figured it would be an honor to be uh, the person to, to bring this song to fruition vocally. Yeah, that it, it's crazy how hard our, our, our first responders, doctors and nurses and, and police officers and firefighters and paramedics it, and everything else are working so hard. Everybody in between are working so yeah, hard, man. you know, that, that it's uh, to give them some love and, and uh, a shout out to them is amazing. And, and uh, I'm sure you'll do it wonderful justice. And I think it's a great thing, and I encourage everybody to go out and check it out and listen to it tomorrow um, because definitely Thanks, these people are working so hard with little or no sleep. I mean, some of them, didn't, you know, you hear them 35 hours, no sleep. And, you yeah, know, it's incredible. Look, look, it, look it, it's one thing when you're at home or even if you're on tour or whatever else to do that. And a lot of us have done that. But when you're treating people's lives, it, it makes our jobs look easy. You know, 100%. And we're forgetting that now, man. And now we've got another surge. I guess people protesting, they forget. They think they're invincible. Listen, you want to protest, go for it. But please, you know, heed to the admonitions that they tell you. Wear your masks, man. And right. now they're working overtime again. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 please. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm encouraging everybody to please be safe. You're hearing it. Another, another, another friend of ours, you know, an entertainer. He wants to get out there just as much as you guys want him to be out there and go relax and have a good time and rock the house. And the sooner we get this thing licked, the sooner that you'll be able to go buy tickets and go see Manny and and his boys and 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 uh, and go out there and enjoy everything else you can enjoy. We want to see it happen, but we obviously want it to happen safely and uh, with a time sure. because of the fact that I know that you know you'll rock the house. When uh, you get back into the houses and they're full again, I know you'll be like, man, I know you can't wait. None of us can. You know, <laughs> you know yeah, it, it's totally different because, you know, uh, most musicians, of course, um, we're doing a lot of live performances. And right. I've taken it upon myself to learn all the software. And since I'm a photographer, I'll do like multi-camera setups, smoke machines, just to give give the audience on Facebook and Instagram, you know, that vibe, you know. And it's, it's so weird because you're done with a song. There's nobody there, just the people watching you <laughs> on social media. So I'm like, well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so it's such an awkward feeling, but we have to do what we have to do. I was holding up my, um, I was to, holding up my lighter, Manny, honest, brother. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> exactly. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, no, it, it is. And, and, and I don't, I'd rather perform in front of five people than no yeah. people. And you have no reaction to it. I, we, you know, you and I were talking about this the other day. I said, man, you know, it's got to be a rough deal to the satisfaction for the artist, whether you're an athlete and you're playing football right. or whether you're a singer or whatever. It's rough to have no house. I mean, well, you know, I guess um, for me, I don't do it for the audience. I don't care how many people are in the audience. I do it because I love it. It's just such an awkward feeling when right. you're done with the song and there's people actually I'll get 100, 150 people watching me online, right? But then they're there 
<laughs> you can only interact with them with a text. It's like you're holding back so much emotion. You're like, tick, tick, tick. okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you type in, thank you. It's so, it's so, it's such an awkward feeling, man. But you know what? Hey, it works. And, and they're digging it and I'm digging it. So and, why and not? That, that old sound you heard crickets is for real now. <laughs> it, it, it truly is. It but at truly least is. You can, like, at least you can tell yourself though, that they reached out and said, man, that was awesome. Cause when you have a live crowd, you hear crickets, you want to get the hook. <laughs> Isn't it great? There's nothing better than doing a live right now. And I'm on Facebook. It's live in the middle of a song, you know, and you get a slow part and you hear, Dad, are you downstairs? <laughs> are you, That's it, great. So, Manny, are you just rolling with that, or are you just getting a little louder so they get the idea that you're singing? <laughs> uh, you know, man, in this business, dude, and, and no pun intended, if you don't roll with the punches and you know where I'm coming from, then yeah. you, know, you, don't deserve, you don't deserve to be in this industry. Because <laughs> if you're doing this for the fame and you're doing it for the glory and, and for, for the success and the riches, dude, you're in the wrong industry, man. I, I joke and I say it, but, you know, I say all those Justin Bieber contracts aren't there anymore. Nothing against Justin because yeah. he worked his butt off to get where he is. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm not knocking the kid on that because he's a talented and he works really hard. But but the thing of it is, is those big multi-gajillion dollar contracts just aren't written out there like they used to be. So, I mean, yeah, you, no. you came into the game late. I did, yeah. Know, and, and so, I mean, and, and I'll tell you this, without, you know, it obviously shows how you grew up and your household and, you know, and, and enjoying music and everything else it is. But to come in over 30 and have the voice you have is just stupidly insane. I mean, it, it, Thanks, it's man. just ridiculous. Because, I mean, I sit there and listen to it. I mean, and, and David Coverdale's not a an easy guy to cover. And, yeah. and, and I listen to the other songs, too. And but I mean, it was really ridiculous to sit there and say, "Man, listen to this cat go." And that's why I think everybody that's listened to you, whether it be stars that commented about you or even your fans, and I've read some of your things saying, "Dude doesn't look fifty. Dude does." We, you were what forty-five on the show, right? Right, you know? that's correct. And, and 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 you know, dude doesn't look fifty. Doesn't sound fifty. And 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 you you know you're doing other songs. I think it's really cool that you can get out there and you can just rock the place. You do have one of those voices, though. It's funny because you sit there and said, you know, you, all the things that influenced you to, you know, then I, I, doing the, you know, listening to the Beach Boys and different bands like that also, or John Lennon and Imagine and things like that. Is It shows a huge eclectic. So so if you and I were cruising down the street right now, man, what do you got in your tape deck right now, man? What would roll up in your in your CDs right now if we were cruising down to, to go get a refreshing one? What, what would be in your tape deck right now? Oh, dude, that's a great question. You know, it. I tell you what, it will go from Seven Dust to Zeppelin to Fisher uh, to what you call Ambrosia. It's just an eclectic. Wow, I haven't sound, heard Fisher man. and Ambrosia mentioned in forever. It's insane. Yeah, I just love music, you know. And uh, my guilty pleasure, I think, if I had to, um, it would have to be seventies like pop music. You know, uh, bands like you know like. Kansas Ambrosia, Bread, America, uh, my good buddy Bill Laurel, who's America's guitar player. I, I just love that era of songwriting. It, it was oh, yeah. beautiful. And then, and then you know what? Uh, as a photographer growing up doing a lot of uh, deep house music, working with some of the top DJs, I, I love house music for all my photo shoots. So, you know, I'm a rocker at heart. Okay, when I'm on stage, I rock it out with the best of them. But, you know, there's, there's moods that I'm in that uh, it requires a different sense of uh, melody lines, you know, and just music altogether. So uh, I want to point out something real quick on that part, you know, and you starting off late in the game, you know, you, yeah. but you, but you did, you cut your teeth on, you know, and, and we had this in common in, in, in photography and you kind of, you earned your stripes in several different fields to come up. And, you know, as a young cat covering music and all those things, it is, you earned your stripes. I think a lot of people don't realize that, that, you know, you still have to do that. You still have to, you know, play the small gigs and play the, play, play everything you can to get as good as you want to be. And then some. Well, that's, that's exactly. Um, you hit the nail right on the head because you're only as good as your last show. I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> and whether, whether you're playing to the bartender uh, or whether you're playing to 60,000 people. I've done both, believe right. me. And, and there's a huge discrepancy with, with the fan base, sure. But you don't know 
you really don't know. This is my piece of advice. And for those of you out there that are musicians that are struggling, that are waiting for the next move or the next big break, you don't wait for the break. What you do is you master your skills and you perform every single show as if it's a sold out show because there has been numerous times where I've performed in the middle of a blizzard on a Tuesday night at Continental in Manhattan. There's nobody there. But then the bartender has a contact, and there's a guy at Sony Records who knows an executive, who knows a PR agent, who knows a manager. Right. And that's how I've managed my whole career. You never know who these people are in touch with. And that's what you can't forget, ever. That's why you should always uphold the responsibility of just kicking ass every single show, despite the audience number. And can't look it, at that stuff. I, I, I've said that so many times, somebody's going to think that I paid you to say it. I'm, I'm telling you, brother. It's hilarious. It's, 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 no, well, because you've done it. You know it. And, and, and you know, that's yeah, the man. thing that, that, you know, guys that have been down that road, guys and girls have been down that road, that, that you, you could be playing, you know, like you said, the, the bartenders, you know, buddies, friends, aunts, uncles, cousin comes in three times a year that, is this or whatever, you know, I was in LA and yeah. the vice president of one of the big record companies was right there. And the guy said, oh man, he just sung a song. Oh, well, there's only 40 people here. And, eh. and he says, wow, I really wanted to see that guy. And I, I told the guy, I said, man, you need to go back over and sing another song. See, I'm going to wrap it up early. So go back over and sing another song. You're better than the last well, one you did. And then the guy walked over to him afterwards from, from the record company and said, you know, I was going to leave because I heard you had so much hype. He says, then you're going to finish early. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, wait a minute. He says, uh, good thing he, I told him to go sing another song because he was like, hey, you know, and that's kind of, he, he doesn't want me telling his name, so I got, I got to leave that one off. But I mean, and he, got oh, a deal, yeah. and, he, and he did get a deal six months or a year later through meeting that guy. But he was going to wrap it up and go home early. <clears throat> you know, Dude, uh, just one of those deals. I've been on stages, man, and uh, my my guitar player was miserable, and my bass player was like, "What are we doing here?" Meanwhile, I'm singing with everything I've got, and there's like nobody in the audience, right? And all you see is the you see the sound guy all the way in the back, you know, and even he's bored, like even he's doing what he's doing, right? But he's still being entertained. And I remember pointing at fake people in the audience going, yeah, man, you got this, bro. You know, having these fake conversations. And I remember the owner, the owner comes up to me and he's like, bro, I got to tell you, man, I commend you. And, uh, what you were doing, if you kept me entertained the whole time as if, as if this place was packed. And because of that, sure. We, we were playing a crap night with, with nobody there. At like sweats. Seven seven o'clock on a Wednesday in Whoa. the middle of a blizzard. Whoa. But because I did that, they gave us the most incredible slot. After we were playing Friday night at ten p.m. Primo, Saturdays at like eight o'clock when it was money night. So money you gotta nights. pay your dues. Yeah, man, you got to pay your dues, man, because they'll appreciate you, especially when you show up and you yeah. kick ass like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, man, that, that's always. funny. That that's funny. Uh, great friend of ours, Troy Lucetta from <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, he, he said that as Troy shows up. Oh, I love he, Troy. Troy's a good guy, man. Yeah, yeah. And Troy sits there and says, you know, you got to show up. And I, I agree. And it's every time. And see, you're passing on the same thing. I think the advice. And by the way, I love your video on your Facebook, by the way. And everybody go check out the Manny Cabo. Right there he is. And I love the fact that you go from the voice to showing the house blow up to, you know, meaning, meaning for people that don't know. That means the crowd's filling into the seats. And, yep. and and to, to all of us in the house blowing up for you because you're just tearing the house down. So I love the way you have a great setup there that's active uh, active on your Facebook. I think it's really cool, man. Nice job. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, you know, being a visual guy, I think uh, I try to counsel many artists out there that your visuals have got to be intact because it's a digital footprint, first of all. And if you're going to leave a digital footprint, might as well leave might as well leave something that's memorable and something that's a direct extension of who you are as an artist. And I take my images very professionally, you know, and, and very also, seriously. And uh, I agree hundred percent. You also talk to kids too, right? You also go to school. Sure, yeah, I do. I counsel kids all the time, you know, uh, kids that want to pursue music, pursue acting, pursue careers in podcasts, whatever. Um, just, just to enlighten them that there's always a possibility. And I'm, I'm a complete example of never giving up, never giving up, man. Amen, brother. And that. you know what? You, you got to be grateful. There's Think about this, man. Think about the people that didn't make it last night, that that that, that died in their sleep. And I'm not saying that to, to sound morbid, but I'm still here. Right. I got to take advantage of this time, man. Very blessed. People yeah, just absolutely. waste, waste time on, on nonsense and arguing and hate. And 
people just waste way too much valuable time where I'm trying to do something positive with it, you know, and just spread some love into this world to offset all that. But Absolutely. And at where the end of the day, man. Absolutely. I'm sorry, forgive me. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no. Um, pretty much, you know, I got closure on that line. I just, just trying to do something good with my talent. That's it, man. <laughs> and no, I, I love that. No. And where can everybody get a hold of you at if they want to book you when things open up? Where can everybody contact you at, Manny? Absolutely, man. Uh, anything and everything that has to do with Manny Cabo and my world, you know, whether it's photography or music or whatever, even if it's just drop by and say hi in an email, it's uh, mannycabo.com. And all my social media handles are on there. I try to keep it simple. It's the Manny Cabo, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. And uh, you'll be able to see my um, my mojo for musicians. I've got tons of episodes that I'm uploading within the next month or so. Uh, as well as on YouTube as well. So I'm excited. I've got some great interviews lined up and always trying to offer some value to my fellow artists so they don't give up on this crazy career. Cause I know and you got some great merch sometimes. too. Yeah, man, I've got the Lift to Inspire clothing line. Everything's on the site as, as well. You can also go to Manny Cabo Apparel, but if you go to the site and you hit the store, it'll take you right to the store and uh, the whole line, my Lift to Inspire, my Manny Cabo brand, uh, as well as my mojo for musicians are on there, man. I'm coming up with at least six new designs that should be up within uh, the next two weeks or so. Some cool ones. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, that's June the 26th in the afternoon. You guys go check out early evening. He'll he'll work on that, but you guys keep abreast on it. That he's going to release live all night again. It's a tribute to our first responders and everybody out there that's working really hard to keep us safe and take care of us. And I encourage everybody to go check it out. Check out uh, his, his anti-hate anthem. I mean, it's absolutely awesome. Uh, and, and I really feel that uh, hate has no no home here. That is really, really cool, man. I, I couldn't see of a better message to put out there. And I love the way you put the track to it. The, the lyrics, everything was really, really awesome. I, I think it's one of the best things I've seen out there that could keep everybody's attention to watch the video of it as well as uh, the the lyrics the track everything is really just you know vocals or everything else are really good man you did a fantastic job Thanks. on that thank you yeah man go out to spotify and uh check me out please follow me um stream my stuff man if you can't buy the album then stream it please uh, every little bit counts and you know hopefully you enjoy the music as much as i enjoy creating it and you're on youtube right Absolutely. It's the Manny Cabo. It's all the same handle. You know, you'll see my videos there. Uh, my Mosier for Musicians videos, you know, where I give advice on how to audition for major TV shows like The Voice. Um, talk about tips on, on, on how to go through uh, this quarantine without, you know, essentially going insane and try to stay productive. So there's a lot that I have on there and a lot more that I need to upload now. It's just, it's tough doing it by yourself, you know, here in the household without being able to get out, you know? <laughs> well, I, I, absolutely. All I think all of our homes have become offices and uh, yep. I think it, it yep. might show us how we're going to be able to develop. It is, but that's another day. Look, man, I'm sorry we've run over time. I appreciate you taking the time. Every, My pleasure, Everybody man. check out Manny Cabo all night again, June 26th. 2020, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those days that uh, he makes sure that you don't forget in all the right ways. And uh, check him out on Facebook tomorrow. Keep abreast of it. I will launch it out there as soon as I see it. But um, I really any any message to your fans, my friend? That I love you guys and appreciate all the support and, and uh, continued uh, praises and comments and suggestions. Uh, you know, 